Experience the joy of running in the new Triumph 22 from Saucony, the original running brand. Stacked with luxury foam cushioning, Triumph 22 turns miles into smiles with the ultimate blend of comfort and energy return. Shop Triumph 22 at Saucony.com. That's S-A-U-C-O-N-Y.com. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and I'm glad you're listening today. There's been a simmering debate in the medical community, not to mention the popular press, over whether it's time to stop making weight loss the primary goal of obesity treatment. Obesity, as you probably know, is a disease state that's defined by having a BMI, a body mass index, of more than 30. Okay, but what's that mean in actual numbers? Well, I'm five foot nine inches tall, that's 175 centimeters, and at 150 pounds, I'm considered normal weight. At 170 pounds, that would be 77 kilograms, I would be classified as overweight. And if my weight crept above 200 pounds or 91 kilograms, I would then be classified as obese. Most people suffering from obesity would be a lot healthier if they lost weight. The problem is that many or even most of them don't succeed in losing weight even when they really try to. Now, we can debate why people are so unsuccessful in these attempts. We can blame the diets, the environment, the food supply, the media. Many are tempted to blame the people suffering from obesity for simply being unwilling to do what they need to do. And you know what? All of this finger pointing and the competing solutions that arise from it isn't solving the problem. A large and growing percentage of our population, including our children, now suffers from seemingly intractable obesity and all the health risks that go with that. If we can't actually help people lose weight, maybe we should focus instead on what else we can do to reduce those health risks. Or that's how the argument goes. In a paper published last month, Glenn Gasser and Siddhartha Angadi argue for a weight-neutral strategy for the treatment of obesity. And then to support this argument, the authors present data from over a hundred individual studies and meta-analyses on the relationships between weight loss, exercise, disease risks, and mortality. And they point out that achieving a moderate to high level of physical activity or cardiovascular fitness can be just as effective in reducing the risk factors associated with obesity, even if those people don't lose any weight. And you know what? That's just another great reminder that weight loss is really not the primary benefit or outcome of exercise. The authors also note that weight cycling, that's when people repeatedly lose and gain weight, has a lot of negative health impacts. In fact, losing and regaining weight may actually be worse for you than not losing it in the first place. In other words, telling people with obesity to lose weight could actually be doing more harm than good, especially if this goal is prioritized above 
or to the exclusion of improving fitness. So should we actually stop recommending that people pursue weight loss and just focus on helping them get more fit? You know, I can see the logic to this argument. Let's not allow what we can't do to keep us from doing what we can, right? But for those with obesity, I'm not sure that achieving moderate to high levels of physical activity or cardiovascular fitness is necessarily any less daunting than achieving significant weight loss. Excess body weight, which can limit your endurance and your mobility, can make even light exercise very challenging. People with overweight and obesity are more likely to suffer from back problems, knee pain. They're more prone to exercise-related injuries. Now, of course, you can and you should start wherever you are, even if it's just walking five minutes a day and build from there. I'm just pointing out that this is not an instant or an easy solution to the problem. As with weight loss, achieving significant improvements in fitness may take a lot of time, effort, and patience. And of course, sustaining a higher level of activity is going to require a long-term commitment. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh-generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of 7th Generation. Find 7th Generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at 7thGeneration.com. There's no doubt that a fitter body of any size is a healthier body. But at the same time, I'd like to think that this can be a both and instead of an either or. And that seemed to also be the general consensus among a group of health professionals that I was discussing this study with recently on LinkedIn. The real take-home here is not that weight doesn't matter, but that the emphasis should not be on weight loss to the exclusion of other measures. Social scientist Marlena Hanlon stresses that it's really about the focus of the intervention. If you focus on exercise and healthy habits, she says, weight loss may follow, but if it doesn't, better health still will. And conversely, if you focus on weight loss, there's nothing which inherently ensures better health outcomes. Especially, I would add, because weight loss is a goal that is so infrequently and often only fleetingly achieved. In fact, as the authors of this recent paper point out, some data suggests that a person with obesity who is in good shape may actually have a greater life expectancy than someone of normal weight but below average fitness. But they are quick to point out that physically active adults in the normal weight BMI range have the lowest risk. It's not necessarily just the health professionals who are overly focused on weight loss, however. Dr. Jonathan Ehrman, who runs a preventive cardiology program for a Michigan hospital, points out that most of his patients with obesity, first and foremost, want to lose a significant amount of weight. Part of the problem certainly lies in how we approach weight loss. Dr. Tom Rafai of the Harvard Medical School of Lifestyle Medicine deplores approaches that are based in extreme food restriction. In my opinion, he wrote, there are better ways to achieve health and even weight loss than ones that worship at the altar of the scale or meal replacements, to which I can only say, here, here. 
So let's not pretend that weight doesn't matter to your health. It does matter. It's just not the only thing that matters. Let's continue to work on understanding and resolving the issues that make weight loss so difficult. But let's use all the tools in our toolbox to help people live the healthiest lives that they can. And finally, and equally important, let's work towards a society where people are not stigmatized, judged, or discriminated against because of the size of their bodies. If you're looking for non-judgmental support in pursuing your health and weight goals, please check out the tools and the resources that we've made available at wayless.life, where we help people create the habits, the mindset, and the lifestyle that allow them to weigh less without dieting. That's at wayless.life. You'll find a transcript of today's show, along with links to research and episodes that are related to today's topic, on our website at quickanddirtytips.com. And you can also search the entire archives, that's 650 episodes now, for answers to your other nutrition questions. And if you've got a question I haven't yet answered, you can email it to me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com or leave me a voicemail at 443-961-6206. This is Monica Reinagel, The Nutrition Diva. The Nutrition Diva Show is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Nathan Sems with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Jake Johnson. That's all for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Human nature can get a little messy, but nature nature is powerful enough to save us from ourselves. Seventh generation laundry detergent lifts away tough stains with a 97% bio-based formula. For when you think whipping up yellow curry chicken in white pants is a great idea, totally not speaking from experience. Let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours. That's the power of seventh generation. Find seventh generation laundry detergent in fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com.